Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is the podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown. Today, Jesse and myself, we are covering the life of Olivia Miller. And for our weekly listeners, the last few weeks have been about women who essentially had instant success, which is not always the case. So today's story is one about growth and perseverance, which is definitely something more of us can relate to. So we are going to be looking at the one and only Olivia Miller, and she is the current USA National Miss 2019. Yeah, so Olivia reigns from Ohio in a city that I I didn't hear, I, I wasn't familiar. I'm from Ohio, for those of you that don't know, but it's northwest of where I'm from in Belpre, but this looks like it's uh, Delphos, Ohio, and she's been involved in UNM since 2015, which stands for USA National Miss, and it took Olivia four long and dedicated years to finally obtain the title, and each time coming back as a wiser and more experienced version of herself until it finally paid off. So this is the second week in a row we've had an Ohio gal, too. I know. I feel like... A lot of of clustering. I know. I feel like I'm being favored because of it. (laughs) (laughs) USA National Miss is an award-winning national pageant organization that enriches the lives of young women just like Olivia. And the national anti-bullying platform, The Crown Cares, and CARES is an acronym, is very close to what Olivia has been advocating for in her personal life. Yeah, Olivia created her own anti-bullying organization called Hashtag Be The One and has now become a platform to promote volunteer opportunities to students. Her message is simply to be a buddy, not a bully. She also created Adopt a Grandparent as a way for the youth to volunteer at nursing homes. They also collect donations for families experiencing crises related to tornado, famine, or other acts of God. Mm, Get this. Olivia, she's still only 22 years old and has her whole life ahead of her. She's majoring in business with a concentration in marketing and is really looking forward to exploring exciting business opportunities. And winning the title of USA National Miss 2019 also allowed her to win a scholarship of $5,000 to achieve her academic goals. She also received a number of other prizes, but we'll talk about the prize package later. Olivia comes from a large family that has four siblings, Tori, Lexi, Matthew, and Christ Ellie. And having a big family has been very important to helping Olivia feel supported on the journey that she has embarked on. And it's the reason that she's such a strong woman today. And her family of seven, they've always been by her side and offered support during her childhood, her pageant career, and throughout extracurriculars. And Olivia's family is always at her pageants, and they make a family vacation out of the trip, which a lot of people do. Yeah, and at Pageant Planet, we always talk about how your tribe attracts your vibe and vice versa. And Olivia was lucky enough to have her tribe be the closest people in her life. She has always been a queen in her own way. She even named her dog Prince Charming, which honestly... Very smart idea because you'll always have a Prince Charming that way. Hmm. She and Prince Charming enjoy going out to lunch for walks in the Bark Park. (laughs) I feel like that's part of her marketing background too. Oh, me and my Prince Charming going to lunch. Yeah. Um, Date night. Yeah, with (laughs) Prince Charming. Oh, so many fun things. (laughs) Olivia's schedule is always very busy, so she values her free time. She enjoys spending it watching all the Marvel movies, my favorite, working out, not so much right now probably. I mean, not at the gym anyways. Uh, swimming, and of course, spending time with her friends and family and Prince Charming. 
Well, Stephen, I, I will pause for one second because you just referenced the current time that we're in. And since we're giving it some like time parameters, Olivia's birthday was last week. So happy belated birthday to Olivia. Oh, yay. Yeah. Um, so like many young women, Olivia also enjoys makeup and playing with her latest Sephora purchases. Yeah, girl. Uh, you want to do the little shout out? Um, you know, you're like, oh, oh Sephora has the... Oh, it's like the semi-annual beauty insider sale. So by the time you hear this, I think there'll be a couple days left. But if you're beauty insider, you get 10% of VIB 15 and a VIB Rouge, you get 20. So like I am in heaven over here. <laughs> we, we had a little <laughs> chat before the pod. Um, so Olivia, she's also a stylist at uh, Kosovo's prom, bridal and special occasion in Cincinnati. She considers this to be any pageant girl's dream job outside of working for pageant planning, of course. And she says that helping others find their dream dress is a job that she takes very seriously. After all, she knows the pressure of what it feels like to find the perfect dress for her pageants. And this is definitely a coaching moment because I think you can learn so much in your own preparation just by watching someone else prepare and compete. So what Olivia is watching women um, pick wardrobe items from the shop, she's probably seeing their thought process. She's probably seeing when they maybe don't pick the right dress for them, but they love it. And maybe she's like, okay, you know what? Like I can't fall victim to just loving it. It has to be the right dress for these reasons. So when you are watching pageants, if you don't have the opportunity like Olivia to watch people picking wardrobe for the, for themselves every day, take note when you're watching a pageant and you can watch it on YouTube right now. Like every pageant is on YouTube. And you can take note of what makes you love a contestant and what drives you crazy. And like for me, when I used to compete, I thought when I was in swimsuit, like I would do this pony kick out of my pose. Mm. And I thought it was sassy, energetic. Like I just thought it set me apart. And then I finally saw it. I saw somebody else do it. And I was like, "Mm." (laughs) reevaluate. Yeah, it doesn't do what I thought it did all that time. So just like seeing somebody else compete and being critical about it, not in a mean way, but like, how does this relate to my performance? And what am I maybe doing that's in common or dissimilar when it comes to people that I love, or maybe I don't fall in love with on stage? Huge difference maker. You should be watching every major pageant with a pen and a paper taking notes. Yeah. Like, you know, success leaves clues. And like for, for me, I love to hang around other entrepreneurs because even if you're not talking about business per se, you're learning the way that they think about life or just think about politics or think about like ordering. (laughs) You know, I was having breakfast with my financial advisor a few, I mean, this has probably been about a year ago, but I remember he was like, oh, look at this value. Because if you do all these individual, it's like a 20% savings. I mean, I can't pass up this deal. And I'm like, oh, that's a snapshot inside of his mind. So he had to (laughs) order the big breakfast. But for uh, Olivia too, I mean, think about the people that are coming in there. It's not only contestants, but it's contestants with their directors, contestants with their Mm -hmm. coach um, and all that. And so she's listening and hearing these pearls that drop from coaches and from directors. And similarly, like, girls that work with pageant planet right that are interviewing coaches for these articles they get different insights from a lot of different perspectives that helps them better compete and i mean we have gosh we've had a lot of girls go on to win state titles in like the america system usa system go on to work for like 17 magazine go on to win national titles i mean i think we have two national two girls right now that have national titles on our staff. So, I mean, it's, there's, is something about being around that culture where you're learning these tips, you're talking about pageants, you're hearing these different insights that you wouldn't normally get just sitting at home in the couch. For sure. Yeah. 
So unfortunately, life has not been always easy for Olivia. She began experiencing bullying at just the age of nine. And she remembers standing in a room full of people and having no one come to her defense. And this kind of experience can hinder the self-esteem and personal growth of a young girl for sure. And she remembers feeling sad, scared, and lonely, rightfully so. Mm. And that's why she started Be The One, so that others can be the one hero to stop bullying, empowering others to follow. And she began using this as her personal platform in pageants as well. She began competing in pageants at the age of four in Ohio. The two main systems that Olivia grew up competing in were National American Miss and, as we mentioned, USA National Miss. National American Miss motto is growing confidence, making friends, and learning life skills. And each year, many girls come to compete for a chance to represent themselves at the national level and to make their dreams a reality. And through competing in National American Miss, Olivia won the titles of NAM Ohio Princess in 2003, NAM, NAM Ohio Junior Preteen and Queen in 2005-2006, and National American Miss Ohio Preteen in 2008, and National American Miss Ohio Teen in 2013. Yeah, and, and seeing those dates, she's been competing longer than I've been involved in pageantry. 16 years. Yeah. she. Yeah. So she's been around the industry longer than I've been around. Because I didn't really start to come around until like 2006, 2007 is the mm-hmm. first, my, my first pageant ever. So, wow. So each year, NAM gives out over $1 million. You heard that correctly. They give out over $1 million in awards and to contestants through cash scholarships and other cash prizes and other awards. And it's no wonder why Olivia kept with the system for over 10 years. Time and hard work always pays off in one way or the other. And for Olivia, that meant winning the 2005-2006 National American Miss Junior Preteen Queen. And in 2015, um, so that's 10 years later, Olivia made the switch to the USA National Miss Organization. She won the title USA National Miss Ohio Teen in 2015, and she placed in the top 12 inspiring Miss of all pageant systems in the United States. Mm. And you might be wondering how Olivia remained successful in the pageant industry. It could be that she's always had beautiful gowns, some from her workplace and furs, (laughs) some from her workplace. And she also made sure to have a great headshot and makeup artist. These are things that are considered as the first impression a contestant makes. And she's had headshots done by Clover Storm, and she's worked with Austin Ride for hair and makeup needs to make sure her hair and makeup stay on point. And over time, I've realized that hair and makeup professional services is one of the best investments you can make in your pageant career. If you have a $2,500 dress and you're doing your own hair and makeup when you have the ability to have a professional, you're probably doing yourself a disservice. But on the flip side, you can make a $400 dress look like a $2,500 dress if you have professional hair and makeup services. That's the sway. Yeah. So like if you make one investment, make hair and makeup services your investment. Yeah. And you think about it. I mean, this is a life skill that's going to carry on with you in perpetuity. You're not just Mm going to magically forget this after the pageant. So by doing it now, by hiring somebody, by learning the tips, by asking them questions of what they're doing, how they're doing, you're going to be better off at your appearances, at just, you know, your other events where it's just you. Um, It kind of also reminds me of a Kardashian episode. My wife, is obsessed by the way sure and, Steven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah i kind of walked into that one but yeah she really is but um 
but Kim was like, I, I don't know if I can go. My hair and makeup stylist isn't available, so I don't think I'm going to go. <laughs> like, she's not going to party because hair and makeup stylist was not available. Um, so anyways, back to Olivia. In 20- wait, wait, wait. I want to okay, say one ahead. more thing. Mm-hmm. Can I say one more yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this is like a makeshift coaching moment that I just thought of. Uh-huh. Nothing drives me crazier than a contestant that looks bomb.com on stage. And then you go to her Instagram and she has no idea how to do her, her own hair and makeup, but mm. she's doing appearances left and right. And she doesn't look like the same quality of contestant. Yeah. And not that your appearance is everything, but you should look like that national, international queen you're aspiring to be every time you put on your crown and your sash. So like I said, if maybe you don't have the ability to have a hair and makeup stylist every day like Kim Kardashian, and maybe your skills aren't quite as solid as a professional, but you should be at least doing your darndest to take lessons, improve, or try. Like you should look like you should have probably, if you're a teen or a miss or above, have lashes on at every appearance. I mean, there's just no excuse not to like bring it. Well, and I feel like that's why a lot of uh, some of the national televised pageants, I mean, in addition to time restraints um, because of TV, while they don't allow girls to bring their own hair and makeup artists on the night of finals where it's recorded mm-hmm. live, yeah. um, you know, part of it is like, can you do your own? Because like, you might not always have access to a hair and makeup stylist when you're on the road or whatever. And Most don't. Yeah. So it's like, can you do your own? Uh, we want to know what's your skill set on yourself. So it's a really smart move. And the other thing is like during interview, I- I've seen girls where it's just caked on like stage makeup mm-hmm. in interview and it's distracting. And if your makeup is distracting or even basically noticed, really, right, it-, it takes away from your interview. So makeup should just accentuate your actual beauty and people should say, wow, this is a beautiful girl. They should not be thinking anything about your makeup. Right. Right. So, um, all right. So in 2017, Olivia Miller, she competed in the USA National Miss pageant where she placed as first runner up. Here she represented Ohio on the national stage and she came so close and was determined to go back and win the crown. So in 2019, she competed again at the USA National Miss pageant. Her outfits were the talk of the show as she graced the stage in a fully bedazzled fire engine red jumpsuit with a red and black cape for fashion wear and then a couture black evening gown. And Steven, you and I were obsessed with her wardrobe yeah. all year. Yeah. And she won like so many of our best in pageantry awards because mm-hmm. of her fun fashion and evening gown. And just yep. she was just all around. She was so consistent and got mm-hmm. so many nominations and like, yeah, just really did like love her wardrobe choices. Yep. Yep. Um, so that night, Olivia walked away with the title of USA National Miss 2019. Olivia also received the scholarship and awards for the overall highest interview score. And what an amazing accomplishment of after 16 years of competing. 16. Oh, my gosh. So crazy. Yes. And as the national title holder, Olivia will travel the country for appearances, photo shoots. I know she's done so much already. Charity events, media interviews, and the combined prize package for the national Queens is over $350,000. So aside from a $5,000 scholarship that we mentioned, she also received a Caribbean cruise trip in the spring and a modeling contract from MMG model management in New York city. So after 16 years of competing, Olivia knew the role and responsibilities of the title and was driven to prove all her worth, to prove her worth all year long. Yeah, USA National Miss is a charity-driven organization, and Olivia has worked with the national anti-bullying platform Crown Cares throughout her reign. 
And Olivia has also taken this anti-bullying campaign on the road. She spoke to 500 grade school students understanding how it's easy to get swept up in the negativity students are exposed to. And her focus is to teach students to channel negative energy to positive energy through volunteering. And this is a quick coaching moment because it's a bonus and not a must that your organization aligns with your pageant and personal brand. So Olivia's platform was already bullying. National USA National Misses platform is about bullying. It just made sense. And her own organization, Be The One, it's the same message as The Crown Cares. And I said it was an acronym, and it stands for Creating a Respectful Environment in Schools. And both focus on anti-bullying campaigns and creating a safe learning environment in the schools. Yeah, this paints a clearer picture of why Olivia was such a perfect candidate for the title. And she could use this to her advantage on social media and in the interview and on stage. And now that Olivia has won the national title, it's easier to share this platform with others since it's something that she's already been doing in her personal life. Right. So, so basically the coaching moment there is of course, Olivia sold the judges an interview. She's been working on anti-bullying projects for years. So what organization wouldn't say, wow, this girl gets the message of our organization. She is the perfect fit. So the flip side of that coaching moment is don't pick your platform or change yours based on the pageants platform unless you have a real connection to it. I see it all the time. People's platforms are built entirely around their national pageant. It is a-okay to have something different for two reasons. One, it sets you apart from the pack because if you have contestants and they've only competed in that system and they've built that platform, that is who they are. And a shocking percentage of contestants will have that platform. So, okay, it's like, okay, something different. Wow, what a, how refreshing. <laughs> the second way it sets you apart is it makes you memorable because again, it sets you apart from the pack and it's your story. So they are connecting with you for something that they're not connecting with anybody else about. So the trick is can be different, but you have to find ways to make them overlap. So I think I gave an example a long time ago, like your platform is environmental conservation. The pageant is confidence. Why don't you bring soil and potted plants to elementary schools and talk about the growth process and blooming on your own and every plant blooms independently of themselves. Mm, yeah, that's really good. It, because you've got to be able to answer that question. Because yeah. if I'm a judge and you come with your plat platform and I'm not seeing the connection point there, I'm going to ask, okay, well, how does promoting your personal platform tie in with the national organization? Or are you going to spend more time promoting yours versus the national organization's platform? Like, what are you going to be doing on your spare time? So yeah. you need to understand that. And Something and I don't know if she used this because we didn't ask her Olivia this question. Um, but did she choose UNM because their platform aligned with hers, which would have been smart? Like Very if smart. She, if she would have like, oh, okay, this is my platform. What other pageants have a national platform that's a good tie-in? Because naturally, if if this is something that she cares about so much, she's also going to connect with the heartbeat of that pageant director. Mm -hmm. So it would be a good way to kind of flip it around. So again, if you're um, really passionate about business uh, there and you're maybe married or divorced, I know there's an organization called uh, Miss Corporate America. So, um, you know, maybe that's something for you to look into of like, oh, mm -hmm. wow, this is somebody that's a perfect tie in. But that's yep. just a, a few examples. Well, I've we have a ton of MAO listeners and VIP clients. I have never in, I mean, how many years have I been coaching? Holy moly, what year is it? 2020? In my eight years of coaching, 
I've never seen an MAO resume that didn't mention CMN at least once, even if that's not their own platform or social social impact uh, initiative. So it's like you can't ignore the national platform, but it doesn't need to become your only platform. Mm. That's what we're saying. Do you do you suggest that CMN like using Miss America as a um, example, do you suggest that their platform be somehow on the paperwork that that's a smart strategy? So that's actually a requirement of MAO resumes. It's unlike, so the the MAO resume is built out in two sections, one short answer. So it's like, um, it's scholastic ambition, platform, talent, et cetera. So it's right there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I definitely suggest the majority of your paperwork should be about your own personal platform, but it's important to tie in CMN somewhere because I guarantee you there'll be a judge that'll ask like for me going on a quick tangent, I promise it'll be quick. My platform was volunteerism. So I created a social impact initiative called 1000 cards, $1,000 to raise money for CMN. Cause you had a CMN fund at the time that you had to raise money for. I think you still do mm-hmm. and make handmade cards for CMN hospitals to show how easy it is to give of your time. So I used CMN to bridge the gap between volunteerism and the national platform. Hmm, really good. So it's coming, it's becoming more popular in MAO, but I still think contestants could think more, holistically about it so it really feels like a cool unique memorable way yeah love that okay yeah yeah so olivia has enjoyed promoting numerous other causes including ray of hope heartbeat of lima and local food pantries and her local church volunteering giving back to others is not new to olivia through her own be the one organization she's made and delivered over 100 handmade blankets to children's hospitals fire stations and police stations the director of the packet uh, pageant jackie watson stated that she's honored to have olivia as one of her national queens and you can learn more about jackie watson and the usa national miss pageant in a previous podcast that we did for now, Olivia continues to be a spokesperson for USA National Miss Organization and their platforms and causes as well as her own. Yeah, she is scheduled to crown her successor in the or at the 2020 National Pageant in June. Um, actually, that just got shifted to November. That's uh, right. Yeah, so the, the National Pageant just got shifted to November. Um, gosh, obviously it was after this was written. So, um, you know, actually check pageant planet, look at USA national miss on pageant planet. You'll see the new dates there, but it is in November, but it still is in Orlando and it's held in Disney world. I believe it's over Thanksgiving break. Yes, it is. So Olivia swept our, as we mentioned earlier, swept our 2019 (laughs) best in pageantry awards. She made the top 10 for best in miss evening gown, top 10 in best in miss fashion wear, top 10 best in headshot and top 10 best in Miss hairstyles. Like our panel flipped over her. And I think we haven't even mentioned that she has short hair and she won in short curly hair. So if you are listening and you don't have traditional pageant hairstyle, like check out how Olivia really made that part of her brand. It worked in every way, shape and form. Yeah. And we'll, we'll link to her profile in the show notes. So you can just click Mm -hmm. there and you can see a visual if you don't know what she looks like. And specifically for those of you in, in other countries, I know we have a big following in South Africa and Australia and UK and Canada. So, um, you know, no, no judgment, just look in there so you can see some of her wardrobe choices and, and really, you know, follow her lead. She, she did very good. So, 
Um, Olivia is a prime example of two things. One is never give up on something that you want to achieve. And two is to stay aligned with your brand and your values. There is no one more fit to be the 2019 USA National Miss other than Olivia. And she has earned her spot as a title holder for life. And we will end in Olivia's own words. She says, when I hold a title, it's easy for people to look at the sash and crown and put me up on a pedestal. I want people to know that I am just a person. I will jump in the pool with full hair and makeup with a bunch of little girls if that's what they want to do. I am real, she said. It's easy for young girls to look at social media and wonder why they don't look like other girls, their hair or their makeup or just how they look. It's important to show who you really are that's what I want young girls and boys to see. And if you would like to be a featured contestant for our next podcast, create a contestant profile with all of your information, hidden facts, and what makes you special, then email. I, I, a lot of you are, are messaging me on Facebook or emailing me personally and not creating uh, contestant profiles, so it severely delays the process or you're just not even looked at because you're not following the rules. But I, I want to see as many of you as you can. It's just hard to get all the information in. So, um, you know, create a profile and on pageantplanet.com, fill it out, and then email support at pageantplanet.com with the title podcast feature so we can review your profile. And then we're going to let you know after you submit it, if you're scheduled. And also a special shout out to Maria Giorlando for doing the research on this particular podcast. And also thank you for listening. Um, if you've received any benefit from this show or for ones previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. Jesse, I checked the other day and we have right around 80 five-star reviews. I know. So I was like, oh, thank you. So thank you all for doing that because it really does. It helps us uh, it helps us rank better. It helps us feel better. And it helps us justify the time because there's a lot of time that goes into all these um, all these podcasts. And, and we want to continue to deliver that value for you. So um, on your end, it might seem like a small action to like hit that five-star review. But, you know, this really does help us keep the show going. And we don't get paid to do these particular podcasts. We don't do sponsor, sponsored podcasts. Um, if we ever do in the future, we will let you know. But we don't. So we do it for the reviews. <laughs> we are <laughs> unashamed. For the fans. We do it for the fans. Absolutely. <laughs> so until next time, take care and be safe. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.